For more information and teaching material, please visit the main website at www.simplefaithworks.com. It's www.simplefaithworks.com. Hey everybody, thanks for joining me. This is Jim, and today I want to talk about In due season, you will experience the outward victory if you don't grow weary and accept defeat. According to the Bible, we've already been blessed with all things that pertain to life and godliness, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. It says we've already been seated with Jesus Christ in heavenly places. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, the American King James Version says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Ephesians chapter 5, excuse me, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 5 and 6, Even when we were dead in sins, has quickened us together with Christ. By grace you are saved, and has raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Even though our faith is based on things that have already taken place, like it says in the book of Ephesians, we still pray and then look for the outward victories to take place in our lives. Our faith is put to the test, however, if our outward situations appear to remain unchanged. Once that happens, the challenge is to walk by faith and not by sight. 2 Corinthians 5.7 says, For we walk by faith and not by sight. Inevitably, if enough time passes, your mind will question the cause of the delay. For example, when Jesus' disciples didn't see results, they were at a loss as to why. Matthew chapter 17, verses 18 through 21, And Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why could we not cast him out? And Jesus said to them, Because of your unbelief. For verily I say to you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say to this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible to you. However, this kind does not go out but by prayer and fasting. Some people say the 21st verse is not found in the best translations. But here's the thing. We already know that Jesus prayed and fasted. He often talked to his father, that's the praying part, all night. I think it's reasonable, a reasonable conclusion that is, that when Jesus prayed all night, he may have taken a pass on dinner on that particular evening. During the daytime, he ministered to the multitudes and cast out demons with the spoken word, He didn't pray, in other words, then. Sometimes he laid hands on people or touched them to heal them. The point is, we don't see him asking the Father to heal or deliver anyone. If he did make any such requests for the miraculous, he did so in his private prayers before he came face to face with the actual people and their individual cases. Now, I'm bringing this up in the context of reaping results in due season. I'm bringing this up to cement the idea into place that God, talking about Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, does not want you to give up or accept defeat when facing a test or trial in your life, no matter how long it takes. 
it can be easy to come to such conclusions as, well, God wants me to wait and learn some things before he lets me see the answer. Or, maybe the power of the devil is strong in a particular situation and has to be broken. Or, you have doubt somewhere in your heart. The list can go on and on when we're talking about delays and wondering why certain things haven't already happened, and it does. There are a few things we do see, though, when examining the lives of God's people. Abraham waited years before the promise of Isaac came to pass. The Bible says he grew strong in faith. Romans chapter 4, verse 20, this is the New International Reader's Version. It says, But he kept believing in God's promise. He became strong in his faith. He gave glory to God. So Abraham's faith grew over time. It didn't get weaker. Abraham's prayers and communication with God made him stronger over time. He wasn't perfect. He made mistakes, but he didn't give up or give in to doubts or fears. I'm telling you straight from the heart that God does not want you to give up. He's not the problem. He's not causing the delays. Galatians chapter 6, verse number 9, it says, And let us not grow weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. And then one of my favorite scriptures, Luke 18, 1, the NIV version. Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. No matter what the hindrance, you'll overcome it if you keep on keeping on. You believe like you do everything else. One day at a time. One moment at a time, if necessary. Once you start analyzing things and start intellectualizing God, you leave the place of faith and you start operating out of your natural mind. Romans chapter 8, verses 7 and 8 says, Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be, so that they that are in the flesh, or operating out of the carnal mind, cannot please God. That's exactly what Job's friends did when evil forces started to overtake him in his life. They all gave their reasons why things were happening. Eventually, Job jumped in and gave his own take on the situation. Guess what? God said they were all wrong. Job repented of the position he took, and God turned his captivity after Job prayed for his friends. In the New Testament, James talks about the perseverance of Job. In other words, Job didn't give up, even though he didn't understand why things were happening. James chapter 5, verse 11, Behold, we count them happy which endure. You have heard of the patience of Job and have seen the end of the Lord, that the Lord is very pitiful and of tender mercy. In due season, Job reaped a victory over sickness, disease, and more here in this lifetime. Some people say it was Job's fears that opened the door for the devil. That may be so, but that's not the point. Job, you, me, we're all human beings capable of doing some really stupid things. We're capable of falling into fear, unbelief, intellectual debates that lead to nowhere and more. If your prayers for help seem to be going nowhere, and you think you have a hindrance to victory in your life, don't do what Job's friends did. Don't assume anything. Your responsibility isn't to figure things out. The more you try to figure things beyond what God has already said in the, in the Bible, the more confusing things become. Keep prayer and faith simple and from the heart. When you need help, pray. 
Do it yourself. Learn to rely upon God one-on-one. Very few people take the time to do this. Instead, they go to books and or other people for help. But realize this. The best help you could possibly get from anyone will be to do the very thing you could have done from the start. That's getting your own focus back on the Lord and on his word. I know maybe you've done everything right but are still suffering. Or maybe you've done everything wrong and have already asked for forgiveness. If you feel as though you've been buried in an avalanche of problems without any relief in sight, remember, this is why we're told not to walk by sight. The only thing that guarantees your defeat is you giving up or growing weary and fainting, as the Bible puts it. What matters is, in due season, you'll see the results. In due season, the outward circumstances will change for the better. In due season, you'll reap the reward of walking by faith and not by sight. Luke chapter 8, verses 13 through 15, again the American King James Version, it says, They on the rock are they which, when they hear, receive the word with joy, and these have no root, for which for a while believe, and in the time of temptation fall away. And that which fell among thorns are they which, when they have heard, go forth, and are choked with cares and riches and the pleasures of this life, and bring no fruit to perfection. But that on the good ground are they which in an honest and good heart, having heard the word, keep it, and bring forth fruit with patience. John chapter 15, verses 7 and 8. This is the modern King James translation. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done to you. In this, my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so you shall be my disciples. And then finally, James chapter 1, verse 4, again, the modern King James Version. But let patience have its perfect work, so that you may be perfect and entire, lacking nothing. So whether you say, keep the word and bring forth fruit with patience, or men should always pray and not faint, or in due season we'll reap if we don't faint, or let patience have its perfect work and we'll be whole and entire, lacking nothing, the message remains the same, doesn't it? Giving up should never be an option. It's not God's will that you be defeated in your life. It's God's will for you to persevere and to continue to believe no matter what things look like. So that's all for today. Uh, This is Jim. Thanks for listening. Be sure to visit the main website at www.simplefaithworks.com. That address again, www.simplefaithworks.com. 